You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. Start your computations for time warp. You run around this city like it's your damn shooting gallery. Yeah, what do you do? What do you do? You act like it's a playground. You beat up the bullies with your fists. You throw them in jail. Everybody calls you a hero, right? And then a month, a week, a day later, you're back on the streets doing the yeah. same goddamn so, thing. So you just put him in the morgue. You goddamn right. This is called Pirate Radio. Well, Jeff, my friend, today's the day you become a man. A pinata man. Hey, Phil. Phil? Hey, Phil Connors, man. But, Peter, why would they make you president? Well, maybe it's because I can recite all 50 states in a quarter of a second. This is called Pilot Radio. Lady, I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to leave the store. Who the hell are you? Name's Ash. Housewares. 69, dudes! Sport Leaf Clover. Make a wish. Wish you weren't so f***ing awkward, bud. This is called Pilot Radio. Dylan! You son of a... Be like, oh, these are stupid guns. Guns uh. are for jerks. Ah, <laughs> uh, Pam, I will end you. This is called Pilot Radio. It's like, yeah, no, action news. And now, your host, Mike Lunsford. <laughs> I'm totally going to use that, too. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, my name is Mike Lunsford, and this is GGR Pirate Radio. It's the holidays. It's a wonderful time. People are a little bit nicer to each other. The weather's a little bit colder. There's Christmas lights everywhere. It's a good time. In fact, I feel like the holiday season gets kicked off with Thanksgiving, which was just, gosh, how long ago was that? It was last week? Yeah, so now we're at eight days past Thanksgiving. We're now into the month of December. We didn't really get to talk about Thanksgiving uh, last week because I was out uh, with a cold, but we're going to talk about it this week. And joining me for this conversation about the holidays and Thanksgiving and all the things that we love, geeky and nerdy, that we're thankful for, I've got the co-founder and co-host of GGR Pirate Radio. And back in 2014, he helped me create this website that we have, which is the Great Geek Refuge. His name is Steve Monick. Very, very thankful you're feeling better, Mike. Aw, thanks, Steve. I appreciate that. We've also got the newest part of our podcasting triumvirate. He's a rapper. He's a writer. He's like our main guy when it comes to any conventions whatsoever in the D.C. metro area. Sometimes he even strays a little past that. Sometimes he heads up to the wilds of Philadelphia. Ooh. (laughs) But his name is MC Brooks. I'm thankful we're only two days from crisis. Dude, right? Like, I'm so excited about that. Like, that is... And we'll get to that. We're going to be talking about that as well, because the oh, last yeah. two episodes of The Flash uh, were, were interesting, and uh, we'll discuss that a little bit, too. Um, but I want to dive into the Thanksgiving stuff, because I had this great topic that, that we were going to talk about, and then I just I could barely talk, so we had to miss last week. But um, one of the things that, that I love about Thanksgiving is... And, and let me state this up front. From watching that documentary that I was just talking about in the cold open, The West... Uh, it's given me a lot of perspective because I already knew that we treated the Native Americans like shit. But like 
they really reinforced that in this documentary. It was like, hey, remember that one time that we did this thing to the Native Americans? List off, let's list off the other 47,000 things that we did to fuck these guys over after taking their land. And I was just like, man, I feel really bad now. <laughs> like, And it was like right around Thanksgiving when I'm watching this. And I was like, man, this really makes you feel shitty for eating a really, really big meal now after we screwed these people over. But like all those things notwithstanding that we did to the people that were here when we came over, like, and by we, I'm talking about white people. Like <laughs> when, when th there's a little bit of guilt that comes with it because you realize like, man, there were some really bad things that we did, some atrocities that, that my ancestors committed. And the only thing that I can think of that we can do to try to at least, at least try to make things a little bit better is use this holiday as a reminder of, of what is good and what we can do to try to make this world a little bit better. And the things that we're thankful for and realize how good we have it. That's why like whenever we get a chance, we try to donate um, our time, our money, our food that we have to uh, local food banks, to local homeless shelters. Like that's something that Sandy and I are, are staunch believers in. Like, in fact, the first Christmas the two of us ever spent together, we were actually in DC handing out like little kits, like soap and, and shampoo, toothbrush, toothpaste, um, hats, jackets, t-shirts, anything we could to the homeless just to try to help to do anything because these are our brothers and sisters that are out here. And sometimes no one gives a shit about them. And the, just the, the slightest thing that you can do to try to help out, it can sometimes go a long way. And that's something that I always try to reflect on on this holiday is in spite of all of the things that have been bad in the past, in spite of all the things that are bad right now, we can still come together as friends and as family and, and be thankful for each other and be thankful for the things that we agree on and the things that we we know are good and right that we all can work together to try to improve. And that's what I'm thankful for. I'm thankful that we've cultivated a podcast, a website, uh, and we have this awesome Facebook group. I, I talk about it all the time because I'm so proud and so happy and thankful that we have just this awesome collection of people that like, even if I'm feeling down and I don't have anything funny to share, I've got, there's like six other posts from like MC or from uh, Benjamin Shapiro or from like Ryan Shanahan or from uh, Ali Nez, like all these people that I've have met in real life that are now like coming together on our group. And we're and like, everybody's friends with each other. Like I, I don't think I've seen a single fight on that group because everybody's on the same page and, and I don't have to explain it to them. They all just get it. And like, that was really long winded as I tend to do. Um, but that's, that's kind of what I'm thankful for, uh, this year is that we've, we've created this little, we've carved out this little niche of awesomeness where there is none of the outside nonsense that's going on. And it's like, you can literally feel safe in this refuge that we've created and know that there are people out there that do want to try to make things better. Well put. Thank you. Um, Steve, I mean, I, I, I'm not expecting a, a soliloquy like I just put out, but like, like, what are some of the things that, that you were thankful for both like, and we'll get into the nerdy stuff too, like all the, you know, like Star Wars, I'm super thankful for right now. Um, but like, what were some of the things that you were really thankful for this year? Yeah, I mean, the super duper obvious one is I'm very thankful that, you know, me and my wife are expecting baby jonah uh is the is the name we landed on that's and not, um not like that. yeah baby jonah kenneth uh mandy's dad's name is is kenneth and my dad and his dad's middle name were both kenneth so 
threw a little family tradition in there. But yeah, Jonah is healthy and growing and Mandy's been, you know, really healthy and everything. Obviously, she has the stresses that go along with with any pregnancy you know, that, that, that any woman who's ever been pregnant understands. But, um, you know, as as good and comfortable as a pregnancy can be, it has been. We'll, we'll put it that way. And obviously, I'll never really know the full <laughs> spectrum of, of what she's going through. But, um, you know, she's she's been doing a fantastic job. And I'm just so thankful that they're both happy and healthy and everything like that. Um, but something I've been trying to do this year myself is really make sure that I have a good, solid perspective on life. And one thing I've kind of come to realize, you know, not, you know, lately, but sometimes I need to remind myself, uh, I'm very, very thankful for the country that we live in, uh, with the, like the freedoms and stuff we have. And I know that sounds like kind of corny and that kind of thing, um, but when you look at it on like a global level, you know, sometimes like America's worst days are sometimes better than other countries' best days. Uh, and all the infighting and all the problems and all the crap we have sometimes can make everyone feel like, man, what are we even doing here? Like, what, what what's good? Like, this place sucks and, and everyone hates each other and everyone's fighting and everyone's mad at each other and, and everyone's an idiot and everyone's terrible. Um, and sometimes I got to take stock and realize, like, no, we're actually phenomenally blessed. Um, you know, we have more resources than almost anybody. We have more freedoms than almost anybody. Um, and yeah, we have problems. I'm not saying it's perfect, but at least we have the capacity to work with each other and fix those problems and create a place like GGR where people can walk away from their problems. And, and so I'm very thankful that, you know, we, we have that kind of capacity because we have the autonomy to make things better that need to be better and we have the autonomy to protect the things that are already amazing um so that's something like i'd never really thought about and honestly my kind of you know spending more time with you and talking with you and working with you and you know just learning more about your time in the military and kind of your time serving the country like everyone in the world you know, or everyone in the United States, like anytime someone says, yeah, I served, they go, Oh, thank you for your service. Thank you. Like, like as a reflex and they don't yeah, really same. think about it. You know what I mean? And I've tried to do a little bit better this year. And I'm very thankful that, you know, God's kind of put that on my heart and mind to think more about what I say and the, the lens that I look at the world through, um, and just be more thankful and more thoughtful about this kind of stuff. So, you know, telling people in my life, you know, when they do something good, like encourage them. And when people do things that help me thank them and just be more intentional that way. Um, and it all kind of comes back to the fact, like, I'm just thankful that we are in a place where we can do that. And I'm not just focused on, Hey, where's my next meal coming from? Like, that's never a thing I, in my entire life I've ever had to worry about. Yeah. And it's so easy to take that for granted. Um, and right now, yeah, like, I mean, hell, our, our president is in the middle of an impeachment trial. And so people are like, that's all they're focused on. And they think like everything's on fire and everything's terrible. But I still think like, you know what, even in some of our better times, our worst times or whatever, you know, there's still so much more to be thankful for. And I'm so blessed to be born here. And I don't want to take that for granted anymore. That's so. Yeah. So, so end of soliloquy. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I, 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 I often wonder what it would be like if if I came from a different country, like how how that would 
color your perspective on things, how that would shape who you are. I mean, MC made a, re- a reference to crisis earlier, like that whole infinite earth concept of like a million different possibilities, a million different people. Like, what would you be like given different circumstances? And I'm, and I'm, I, that's why, honestly, that's why those stories are always so interesting, whether it's the DC universe or the Marvel universe, when it comes to, um, their what if stories or like just any, like, I love the concept of like, um, the butterfly effect, essentially like one thing could change everything. Cause it all has an impact on each other. Um, MC man, what are you, what are you like in your personal life? Like, what are you thankful for? Um, <clears throat> I will try to not do a soliloquy, but we'll see. Dude, you can. You're you're a <laughs> host it, of this man. podcast. Do whatever the fuck I you know, want. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, well, first things first. I'm I'm thankful for for this platform. For for one, I mean, is 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 weird as weird as it is to say, like you know, it's it's been a year for me, maybe a year and a half, but for the most part, you know, I've been here a year, and I mean, it did like this is really just transformed kind of like my own perspective. And like, this is a thing I look forward to like every week, like every Friday, like, you know, everyone, it, you know, every, every, I always see people asking the question of, Oh, you know, Hey, what do you got going on this Friday? What do you, and I'm like, I'm going to go do a podcast with my, with my friends and it's going to be really cool. And it probably sounds lame to people who are like, you know, I'm going to, to this concert or I'm traveling here, blah, blah, blah. But like, I'm thankful that I'm thankful that, you know, I have something that I look forward to every week. And I know that not everyone really has that. You know, we all have really long weeks. We have our own responsibilities. And for for me, like it's it's nice. It's nice that I know that, you know, Friday night around eight o'clock, I know for hour and a half to two hours, sometimes longer you know, I can not think about any of that and I can just laugh and joke and, and have fun with you guys and have really engaging, interesting and fun conversations that are that are uh, entertaining and educational. Because I always I always feel like I learn stuff when I'm on here, especially being that, I, you know, obviously I have a different background than the both of you. And, and, you know, so I'm thankful for this platform and just kind of having that to look forward to. Um, because that is, you know, I, I I don't really know what else I would be doing on Fridays if I wasn't <laughs> if I wasn't doing this, and you know, I always look forward to sharing everyone's you know everyone's content. I mean, you mentioned the 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 Facebook group. The group is awesome, right? <laughs> the group, like, I, I feel like I'm getting notifications for it like every couple of every couple of hours where you know someone is sharing a meme or a post yeah. or someone has posted to for, uh, to the website. And they're yeah. sharing, you know, uh, their their blog or whatever. So like, it, it's like, it's 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 giving me kind of like another family of sorts. And so like, I I, I just appreciate having you know just all of you um, be part of my life and 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 vice versa. So I'm yeah. like super th- super thankful um, for that. And I, and I didn't even talk about like how awesome going to these conventions are, <laughs> you know. Uh, meeting Rachel True, yes. Oh, Thank dude, you. like all of us, right? <laughs> yeah, like every single, every single. T- when when me and Ram, me and Rambo were like texting back and forth, right? And I sent him the picture of you and Rachel True, and Rambo was like, he was like, great. Now I have a boner at work. 
like you just you like fulfilled like 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 14 year old mike lunsford's fantasy of meeting that girl because like i remember seeing the craft and being like oh dude who is that like yeah yeah, yeah. And she has an age she has an age to be Sh- shout out to her too for right? for liking our uh our instagram post when we, when we put it up too Oh yeah, that and like not all she she's a I do with a drop of her in the beginning where where she says you know hey this is Rachel True and you're listening to GGR Pirate Radio like and her voice sounds exactly the same like yes. how did that like what deal did she make with with a demon like what <laughs> demon did she deal with to keep herself in like this perfect state of never aging it's incredible. I, I don't I, and she, yeah I, I I don't even know. <laughs> um but uh, like. You know, outside of uh, the platform, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm just I'm thankful, um, you know, just for my family, my friends and uh, uh, Steve kind of touched on it, too. Just kind of being in a place where, you know, you know, I can do where we can do this, you know, where we can worry about, you know, po- podcasting Fridays or catching movie trailers and. Yeah, you know, uh, just having to worry about going to work and, and coming home and not when food's coming or anything like that. Because like, um, I have a separate group chat that I have with Sed and a couple of our musician friends, and we have friends who who are who are who are overseas. I have we have a homie who is in Germany. We have a homie who is in Dubai right now, and and he was he was in he was in Egypt um, when when all when a lot of that uprising stuff was happening. Yeah, when the Arab, the Arab Spring, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like he he was there, and like he I remember he, him telling us a while back about how like he like he he he's unable to leave the country to attend one of the schools he was trying to go to because of the stuff that was going on. And I'm like, man, that's and he's considerably younger uh, than both me and said that I don't even think he's I think he's like 20, 21 years old. And so yeah. like it like it like it's such a wild thing to to hear that because. I've never experienced anything like that, you know, being here. No one I know outside of him has ever like experienced something like that. And so, you know, like I, I'm thankful that, you know, like, again, only stuff I really worry about getting up, going to work, coming home. And then like other stuff like bills and making sure, you know, stuff is covered and whatnot that I don't have things like, you know, is, you know, is my government going to be overthrown and, and that's going to affect my ability to live, you know, like I don't have stuff like that. So I'm, I'm, I'm very thankful that, you know, I'm here and, um, that, that I have a, just a wonderful circle of people, not, not only including YouTube, but also everyone else with GGR, but also, uh, my, my circle of friends outside, Shout out to Sed and and Tack and Zilla and all the people in my group chat. Um, yeah, uh, it's I'm just I'm just grateful because I yeah. could I could I could not I you know I, I've always been a big qu- uh, quality over quantity pe- uh, person and while I like, I don't feel like I have like this wide reaching net of friends that I can just reach out to about any and everything. Uh, I'm I'm glad that I have a core that I can you know can always just hit up when I need advice or just to shoot the shit or s- send memes or music or or whatever. Yeah, dude, I think you you really hit the nail on the head. And I just wanted to kind of circle back and just add add one more. Um, with me being sick, I like not to complain. And and, and let me make that clear. It was an upper respiratory infection and it sucked and it was miserable and yada, yada, yada. But, you know, ultimately, like, I'm over it and I was fine. And I only missed one day at work. And so it really wasn't that big a deal in the grand scheme of things. 
it really gave me perspective though, because I, I, there's somebody that I've been working with for almost the entire time that I've been working at my, my place of employment, which let me, I'm thankful for them too. Like the fact that I've almost been there for a decade and like, they haven't, you know, got onto me yet and fired me is pretty impressive. So, um, but like she, she had to step down from the position because of her health. And like, it really put in perspective to me how lucky I am that I haven't had any major health issues. I mean, I've had, I had that kidney stone a few years back, which was like brutal, but like if that, if that's the worst that I got to do, like I'm, I'm doing all right. There are people that are fighting cancer. There are people that have just awful ailments that, that are debilitating. And like, I am just so damn fortunate that I don't have anything like that, that I have to deal with, you know, a, a, a stray migraine here and there, you know, an upper respiratory infection, like, you know, my back hurts, my knees hurt. Like, so what, you know, like I, I, I wake up every morning and I never go to bed thinking, well, shit, this might be my last day. Like, there, there are people that do that every single day and like, God bless them, you know, like that's, yeah. I, I am very fortunate that I don't have to deal with that. And like, we, we, I'm not going to bring them up because I don't think it's appropriate, but there are people that we are friends with MC that are having a rough time financially. And I, I feel for them. And that's another thing that I'm fortunate for that. I don't, I've never had to deal with anything that bad. Things yeah. have never been that bad that I've had to be in that situation. So yeah, I mean, this. To, I, I guess starting off with the heavy stuff is is the best way to go, and then we'll lighten it up as we go, you know. So, <laughs> but yeah, like I, it's it, it it is it is a nice reminder that that there, you know, it could be worse, and we yeah. are we are fortunate. We are a fortunate lot here at uh, at GGR, and like think about it like this too, man. Think about like other websites that you that you deal with or that you read or that you interact with, and like the drama that they deal with. And like, oh, well, this person said this and, and now this has become a thing and now everybody's against them and everybody's fighting. We don't deal with that at all, like ever. Like what What was the most like, I think like I can't even think of the most scandalous thing that we ever had. Oh, like I wrote a Star Trek article like two years ago and some guy tried to call me out and say like all my facts were wrong. And then I just went on the website that showed all my facts were right and basically was like, OK, well, here's what I got my stuff. So un unless you can prove that all this stuff that's on the Internet that was cited by these websites is wrong, then you can shut up. Like that's the most dramatic thing we've ever deal dealt with. Like it's that I'm, we're fortunate for that, too. We really are like yeah. people just. I guess that I think that comes from all of our mentalities. None of us are shit stirrers, you know, like I, I guarantee when I ask when I'm like, hey, Steve, you want to write a, uh, a geek sheets this week? He's never like, all right, what can I do that'll piss everybody off? <laughs> like, are you sure? Well, not a, uh, like, ni <laughs> like 90 percent, 90 percent. Like that's, I'm, I'm that's actually been my attempt every single week. I'm just really bad at it. <laughs> <laughs> I have failed every single week at doing this. <laughs> Good to know. I'll look. I'll look out for those the next time, and I'll be like, I see what you're trying to do here. But I, I, I do think it's it's also important for us too to kind of thank our fans for also not being like that, because you know the yes. people who are who are supporting us and you know uh, whether they're uh, just listeners or whether they're people who are in in the Facebook group or group or just commenters. Like we we don't ever ha really have to deal with that on a on any kind of basis ever. Like. Th those comments seem to come far in between if we really get them at all, 
you know, the, the people who support us kind of also appear to be, you know, they kind of have the same kind of mentality where they're not here for gatekeeping or, or just trying to start shit or trolling or any kind of stuff like that. And so I'm happy that, you know, while, while our numbers are great and while we may not be like IGN or, you know, some of these other like prominent nerd sites, we also don't deal with the same kind of toxic stuff that, you know, comment sections and, 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 um, very social media places their social media places have to deal with either and i think that's pretty awesome i'm i'm thankful that our our fans are are just dope cool people who just really want to engage with cool nerdy content without all the side stuff ain't, ain't that the truth yeah, well, man well said well said yeah i want to switch i want to keep the topic the same but i want to switch the uh the the gate that we're in more so to speak um I am super thankful for Disney. I am <laughs> um, thankful for Disney one because Disney World, um, two Star Wars Land or Galaxy's Edge as it is affectionately referred to as Disney Plus and Star Wars: um, The Rise of Skywalker. Fuck, I'm so excited! Like Disney is just the gift it keeps on giving right now. So that's I wanted to switch it into the nerdy realm. Like, what what are some nerdy, geeky things that you're super thankful for? Like. I am just all in on Disney. Holy shit. I started The Simpsons from episode one with Jax, and that kid has fallen in love with The Simpsons. And it's like, I mean, I know he's my kid anyways because we're so similar in so many other ways. But, like, the fact that he's laughing at the same jokes that I laughed at when I was, like, seven years old and that show first came on, like, that it, that's just awesome. Like, I asked him, I was like, what was your favorite episode? He was like, oh, well, so far it was the uh, – I, I, I skipped ahead. Like, we watched the uh, first season – we're watching the first season right now, but I skipped ahead to the monorail episode because that's like one of my favorites. I knew you were going to say monorail. <laughs> God damn, I love that episode so great, so much. Like, Homer, we got somebody to help you. Is it Batman? No, he's a scientist. Batman's a scientist. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's it, just just seeing him laugh at the same thing. Like now, every time before we say dinner or before we we're sit we sit down for dinner, he's like, wait, let me say grace. Rub a dub dub. Thanks for the crub. <laughs> uh, yeah it's it's just it's it's been really really cool like watching it watching him watch this thing that like the simpsons are so ing ingrained in my dna because i don't know about like mc you probably had it too when you were growing up but like the fox affiliate that we had down here steve like put the simpsons on um on syndication and like basically when you got home at, uh, from school yeah um, from like six yeah, to eight yeah, it was like, just it was like two hours of the simpsons every day yeah exactly so you got four episodes of the simpsons every single day and like you saw the same episodes a lot but it didn't matter so yeah. like these jokes are just like part of who you are and part of your sense of humor and like it's just been awesome like watching him watch these things too so like that's that's what i'm thankful for but yeah what mc we'll go backwards here we'll, we'll do you first and then we'll let steve go um what are some nerdy things that you are are thankful for uh well keeping in the disney theme in a sense i am very thankful for marvel for giving us one of the greatest uh, comic book movies ever. And I'm, I feel comfortable in saying that as someone who's probably not the uh, aficionado on comics in any way, shape, form, or fashion. But just, I'm, I'm thankful to Marvel just for, I mean, one, creating this cinematic universe that is just taking the world by storm and seemingly kind of created a thing that has united people of all colors, creeds, ages, and races. Everyone loves Marvel movies for the most part. And even even if they're not a fan of all of the properties, they're fans of some of the properties. And 
you know, just it's it's just really cool because who the thought when you're younger that you'd be able to to see you know some of some of this stuff um, that you'd read about or that you would see it see an animated form that you'd actually see it with like real people, <laughs> and, and I, I, I'm I'm uh, thankful thankful for that thankful to Marvel, uh, th- thankful to the internet for bullying the movie studios into changing Sonic the Hedgehog's design. <laughs> thankful for that. <laughs> it works. This is the only time I, <laughs> the only time I will, I will advocate for internet, internet bullying, uh, being the right course of action because they, they, they got the design right on my favorite, favorite character ever. And <laughs> I'm thankful to that. And, um, also thankful for uh, Greg Berlanti and just the entire Arrowverse for giving us the exact same thing Marvel is doing, but for DC and on television. And I know we're going to talk about it later, but it's also really just really fucking cool to see. And I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, for sure, man. Steve, give us what you got. Yeah. So obviously I, you know, second and third, uh, a lot of the the elements you said, uh, Mike, especially the Star Wars stuff. It's it seems like for me, it's been a Star Wars year, um, and, and obviously, it's going to culminate here with with the rise of Skywalker. And it's been a tradition that um, me, my brother, and mom go and see the Star Wars movie. We thank you to the um, the uh, what you might call it, the re release that they did in the late '90s of the of the Ridge Tridge. Uh, I have seen every Star Wars movie in the theaters with my family, which is pretty fantastic. Like, I, is, I don't dude. think a lot yeah. of people get a chance to say that. Um, so, you know, I already got the tickets. I uh, got, you know, the reserved seats. My mom and Grant are coming up and we're going to watch Rise of Skywalker together, just like we do every other one. So uh, very thankful for that kind of tradition in Star Wars. Um, another one that uh, kind of in the geeky realm that uh, I'm, I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for YouTube. Um, I know that yes. there's some polarization about how YouTube does things and what happens on there and blah, 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 blah. But I mean, I, I probably watch YouTube as much as I watch any other outlet for content. Um, you know, so when you're talking like cable or any individual streaming service, like YouTube might rank the highest. I don't know. It's very close. Uh, but I watch a ton of stuff on there. And obviously, then all the subsequent things that I subscribe to, I'm thankful for. Uh, one I've been into very recently is is film theories and going through all the different, uh, you know, film theories and conspiracy theories and stuff like that. Um, very interesting and very nerdy. So if you're into that, I, I very much uh, suggest that one. Is, is that um, run by the same people who do the game theory channel? Yeah. Yeah. Where it's okay. like the circle with like the little green trophy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's the same thing, but uh, yeah, yeah, they uh, Matt Patton and and his his group there, but yeah, they it's the same premise and and kind of format as game theory, but for for movies, and they do some really wild stuff. So some of it's like prediction based. So like, who do we think is going to win Game of Thrones in the final season? Like, and then and then you can watch those ones and go, <laughs> not even close. Uh, but then some of them are are much more. Let's take an old movie, pluck something out of it, and really just rip it apart and find out what the real world implications and stuff are. And it's very interesting. They do some anime. Uh, they do some sci-fi. They do some classic movies. 
Uh, I think my favorite series thus far, he did a three-part series and tabulated of all the animated Disney movies how many on-screen deaths there were and found out which Disney movie was the, the bloodiest, so to speak. Um, and some of the higher ones are not ones you'd expect. So like Mulan is very high. Hercules is very high because uh, they have these huge like cataclysmic scenes that they show. And he'll go into the science of how he's tabulating how many people and all, and all this stuff. So um, it's very nerdy. So again, YouTube being a platform where a dude can just go make that stuff and present it to us. Uh, very thankful for for that outlet. Like I said, in addition to the stuff you guys mentioned. Yeah, I, w- I can follow up on the YouTube point too because I, I think because I, I think subscribing to YouTube Red has been like one of the greatest decisions I've made in the last year and year two years or whenever I don't remember when it launched, but like I, I really I think did it was two it years because, ago. Yeah, because I think I did it because they gave me like the the like the three month trial for a dollar so i was like oh yeah you know i'll try it and see what it is and and you know i figured oh you know this will just be this will just be my excuse for being able to listen to, to videos without uh without having to close close the app but there's just i mean I, I, there's just a lot of really phenomenal content on 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 youtube i mean uh that's where i discovered postmodern jukebox i discovered that uh, and i can spend hours on their channel um, Bat in the Sun, who does uh, these really cool, like, uh, ten to fifteen minute live action, who would win between these two characters, uh, videos, which is dope. Um, I discovered. Oh, is that the guy that does fights? Like, it'll be like Darth Vader versus like Wolverine or something. Like, yeah. just random, and they actually like do a scene, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh man, they've they've done some really good. Is that the one where they had Batman versus Darth Vader? Yeah. Oh, dude, that was such a good fight. It was so yeah. good that they literally did two different versions of it. Like yep. one where Vader wins and one where Batman wins. And it's awesome. Yeah. Um, and and uh, they have, they've also done some work with um, which um, the uh, the original White Ranger from Power Rangers. I can't think his name's escaping me right now. Oh. Uh, Jason David Frank. Yes, him. Um, they, they've done a, a movie with him. He, he was actually in the uh, the episode they did with the Green Ranger. Um, where was the Green Ranger versus Ryu from Street Fighter? Dude, which was Those yeah. are, he was he was the Green Ranger again. Like he reprised yeah. his role. That's yeah, yeah, cool. had the suit suit oh, on and everything. Wow. It's yeah, it's really, really, really awesome. And they that also did awesome. they also did a movie together called uh, Legend of Legend of the White Tight Dragon. I think or some I don't remember what it's called, but it's, it's basically kind of like a, a a version of like Power Rangers without you know all the copyrights and all that. Um, but yeah, like the, the, I mean, just the, the fact stuff like that exists on YouTube is like w- another reason I spend just hours on it, just finding really cool stuff. So I definitely second that. Yeah. I, I'm YouTube is both a blessing and a curse because it, there's so much content out there on YouTube and like, especially for like star Wars nerds, it, it, it's very interesting to watch the things that get suggested to you because the Star Wars community right now is very, very polarized. And I was reading about, I was listening to this guy who just went off on this like nerd rage tangent about like how Disney doesn't understand how lightsabers work. And it's like, and I was like borderline yelling at my computer, like, bitch, you don't know how fights work. Like I was like, so (laughs) I was so mad because he was just like, well, he obviously when he sliced Finn's back, it should have just sliced right through him. I was like, he was like four feet away from him. I was like, it was the full extent of his blade. He wasn't trying to kill him. 
he was trying to injure him. He was, ah, fuck. Like, I was getting so mad because the guy just didn't understand basic physics. It's, ah, it was just, it was irritating. And, like, the dude literally was getting mad because he was saying that, like, well, if you look at the pre-production when they were making these fights, when they filmed it, oh, look, they filmed it with these, um, with toys, basically. Because they're using the, um, the lightsabers that you can get, like the, like the expensive ones that light up. And like the guy completely misses the point because the reason why they did that and why they fought with those, first off, the ones that they have are like $500 custom uh, sabers, right? The reasons they do that is because it makes it easier for them to light the characters in the movie. Because if Kylo Ren has a red saber that actually illuminates and Ray has a blue one that illuminates and they're fighting and you see the light on their face, all they have to do is just make it look better in digital, like the, the blade itself, the lighting's already taken care of. That's why they did that. And this guy just completely misses the point. Oh, that's why these aren't realistic because they're fighting with toys. No dipshit. It has to do with like the way that they're making the movie. And like, it just, I get so irritated with it because I'm watching this and like, I understand everybody's got their own opinions. Everybody's got their own perspectives. Yeah. But some people are wrong and this guy's wrong. And like, <laughs> <laughs> and like, it's, it's fine. It was just like, it was, it was another reminder of like, I love how even keeled our nerddom is that we have at GGR, that everybody just kind of gets it. Everybody's just kind of like, yeah, okay, this could have been better, but hey, we got to do it. It's still fun. And like, that's, that's what, that's what I really enjoy uh, about the way we, we've got all of this set up. And like YouTube is great because then on the same vein, there was one guy that I really like, he does a, a page called star Wars theory. And he talked about how people shit on Hayden Christensen all the time, but he was actually perfect for Anakin Skywalker and he breaks down exactly why. And I was like, this dude really has a good point. And I, I love seeing people who are smart and creative and put the time in to do this stuff. Because honestly, I feel like there's almost like a camaraderie amongst them and us. Like some of these guys are way above us cause they do amazing production work. But like, still like we, we all work on these things to make our podcasts good, our articles good. So we can understand like, the level of commitment and dedication it takes to do these things well and not just put them out there. Like there's, there is a difference between just doing something and throwing it out there and actually like making it sound and look good. Yep. Yeah. There's always a level of appreciation when you have your own hand in it to a, to a degree. Like I can watch soccer and enjoy it because I played it as a kid, you know, like, whereas someone who's never played it, it's, I don't get it. They're just kicking the ball around. Who cares? Um, or like, you know, you tip a little bit better when you've been in the weight, staff kind of like when you've been in the service industry because you're like i've been there here let me throw an extra five percent on that bill for you yeah. uh, on top of what the average tip would be because you get it you you've had those customers and you're paying it forward so same kind of thing like i can appreciate a youtube video or a podcast because i'm like oh wow yeah so for every 10 minutes i'm hearing i kind of know really what went on in the background yeah, ab absolutely. That that's kind of my my mindset with all of this stuff too. And yeah, I'll I'll, and I'll tell you. Oh, go ahead, MC. I was well. I was going to say it's kind of an addendum, or to kind of add on to it. I mean, it, it's also it also allows people to find. I mean, to to build community and in, in, in like it's kind of like an evolution of like what message boards used to be when you used to be able to just go on there and discuss stuff with stuff and. People would just type these paragraphs, but now through the power of YouTube, you can kind of do that. But now you have a visual component to go with it too. And YouTube it it, it empowers uh, it, it it empowers people who are part of these various fandoms to kind of 
ex- to kind of expand and to expand and drive conversation and 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 whatnot in ways that you don't re- you don't really get when you know the only information you're the only stuff you're getting is from the movie itself yeah, or the content is I don't know if I'm explaining this right per se, but um, oh yeah yeah you like you totally are dude yeah and. Like it, it just it puts power. It gives power to the fans to, uh, to kind of keep interest going in these in these fans and build community with each other and find each other because you can, uh, you can find people who are also really interested in, let's say Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, who are also into it as much as I am, and I can go you know find people who who. Um, can you know uh, give really dope theories about you know where does Sonic Forces fit in the 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 main timeline of the Sonic universe, or in some cases where um, <clears throat> I don't know if you guys have played or heard of Sonic Mania, that that was a fan created game that got so popular that the, they 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 were actually able to work out something with Sonic Team to get that like officially done, and it started out as a fan game wow. that was just super popular. I didn't, those, no, I didn't know and, that at all. That's awesome. And and those same guys were also were also consulted for the redesign for the Sonic movie. And and all of that came from just being some guys on YouTube who who put stuff about who put stuff up about a fan game they were working on. And like I think that that kind of gets to when I, with the point I was trying to make about how like you can really build a platform and a following and find community and like really make something of it just from making videos on something you're interested in. Yeah, yeah. I think not only from the, the creative aspect of creating new content, but look to your point, MC, about the community. I mean, that's another point in, in YouTube's favor, and not just YouTube. There's other avenues for this, but, you know, like live streams. So, you know, you have a, oh, yep. a, a uh, you know, content creator doing a live stream, and the entire community is there being completely interactive. So it's gone from everyone passively enjoys a piece of art and then maybe you talk about it with like your mom or something to there's a piece of art and everyone passively enjoys it and then you can chat about it online now it's there's a piece of art and everyone enjoys it and then you have an interactive you know session uh kind of with that content creator sometimes you know the the ask me anything's with reddit or the youtube live streams or, or whatever it's really just gone and i know we've had the conversation before like where does ownership of the art end? Well, if anything, we've blurred that line far further than we've, you know, tried to define it. Because now it's art's being created, you know, holistically as a group, or you know, art is being ingested and then completely deconstructed and rebuilt as something new or whatever. And I think some of these platforms are really, really interesting to consume media in because it's not just watch a show and then go, well, that's the end of that, and just you never talk about it again. There's like 50 billion different things you can do with it. You can do that yeah. or you can put yourself in front of a camera and talk with 5 million other people and you all collaboratively come up with a fan theory about it or, or whatever you want to do with it. Um, so that, that's, that's something else I'm kind of thankful for is the interactivity that media has taken on. And it's not something you just passively consume. Yeah, you can, but you can participate at whatever level you now want to, to, it's not it doesn't really fit 
specifically with this because it wasn't it wasn't from this particular thing. It didn't come from the Internet, but the collaborative concept. Let me let me give you a, a story that I, I heard. Um, this was God like 13 years ago. I got to meet uh, Chuck Palonic, the guy who wrote Fight Club at the Philadelphia Free Library. And he did this awesome like Q&A session. And he was talking about how when he wrote Fight Club, he was very happy with it. He was like, this is cool. But that was also his first book. And when David Fincher wanted to make a movie out of it, they started talking about it. And he starts telling about the ending that he wants to do, how he makes it a love story. And Polonic was like, fuck, that's a genius idea. Why didn't I come up with that? Like somebody who's more prideful, someone who's more like protective of their work, who's more um, conceited is not going to see that. No, this is my art and you're not going to screw with it and you're not going to mess with it. But like that collaborative idea came up with a concept in the film that was completely different than the movie, but also too really gave it a whole different depth too. There were things about that that changed it. And Polonic understood that. And he was like, look, this is, he's like, it's my art. It's my, it's my writing. He's like, but it's also not mine because this is Fincher's interpretation of it. And it's his art that he's doing. And he's basically taking the thing that I did using a lot of it and wanted to work with me. And I think that that's awesome. He very easily could have just been like, fuck it. I'll do whatever I want. And like, that's what this is. That's what the internet has become too. And like, think about how many times we've come up with like our fan ideas. Steve, we, it was me, you and Rambo. We did one, one, uh, one time where we were talking about like how you would change one thing about a movie. Right. And between the three of us, we came up with other ideas by helping each other out. And like, I feel like if we had the, the money to do it, we could make some pretty badass movies, man. And like <laughs> the more people we've brought on, we've brought on MC, we've brought on people like said, we've brought on all these people in the GGR groups. Like we literally, it, it's, it's, it's crowdsourcing, you know, and like everybody gets a say and it's, it's really kind of cool because not. The one thing that's really neat is you'll have people that will like give an idea or a suggestion like online. And most of the time they're never looking for anything other than a shout out, you know, like they're like, you're just like, oh, hey, awesome idea, man. And they're like, thanks. And that's it. It's not like, well, I need 10 percent of this. like the ego of Hollywood in a way with YouTube has been kind of taken away where like. I understand that all these artists, because let me state that up front, artists deserve to be paid, whether it's drawing, whether it's music, whether it's acting, they all deserve to be paid. But it's oftentimes restrictive of young artists or artists that don't have financial backing or capital to make films to do this. And for them to be able to crowdsource and find things where you have people online who are willing to act for them or write for them to create this art is it's kind of cool. Like it's become something that is no longer, you're no longer restricted by money. Like, like there, if YouTube and uh, PayPal and GoFundMe had existed like in the early two thousands, I probably would have been able to be a film director. Like I wanted to be, but like I was, I was so shut down and beat down by the fact that I was going to have to intern in like New York or Los Angeles. If I wanted to go anywhere with my career that I was like, well, fuck it. I'll get a job at Blockbuster. Like that, that's, that's just amazing to me that like young, talented people can do this on their own and they don't have to be beholden to the old rules. Yeah. The barrier for entry is a good bit lower than it used to be, isn't it? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's in, and you are seeing some amazing things happen at the same time too. You are seeing some hot garbage being put out. <laughs> it's called GGR pirate radio. <laughs> exactly. Subscribe to our podcast on your favorite streaming service. Uh, 
<laughs> Our new oh, series, yeah, but... Hot Garbage, will be coming out soon. <laughs> exactly. Uh, that reminds me, too. We're actually going to be, I'm working on it right now. It should be announced very, very soon. But we are working on being on iHeartRadio as well as a podcast. hey We are making headway, guys. So I want to go ahead and close up shop here on the on what we're thankful for. Um, we're thankful for you, listener, who is right now listening to this podcast, whether it's on GGR directly or it's on Spotify or it's on uh, iTunes or Apple Music, whatever the hell it is now. Um, I just know I had to change all the feeds because of it. Stupid Apple and their damn updates. Um, wh- whatever it is, wh- however you're listening, however you're taking in this podcast, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for reading our articles. Thank you for sharing them. Thank you for being part of our community. Uh, and we, we really do appreciate it. All of us here at GGR um, are big fans of you. You're, you're a fan of ours. We're a fan of yours. So we're going to close up shop on this thankfulness. We're going to come back. We're going to talk um, crisis because holy shit, I can't wait for this damn thing to come out. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the Mandalorian. We'll talk about some other things that we're watching uh, for episode two. But stay tuned, guys. We got another episode uh, coming up right after this one. Uh, but again, for Steve, for MC, for myself, Mike Lunsford, uh, thanks again. And don't be a juice bag. articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network Production Juice Bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy. I'll stay with you.